0: Taipei City Let's get it, Let's get it. Taipei City Taipei and worldwide you know what time it is It's the NBA time with dunky very much your two favorite boys breaking it down. I'm Matt Von Rye. With me, as always, Sam Yarbs. Hey, Matt. Great to be here with you. Happy Tuesday
1: and happy tomb sweeping weekend to you and all of our tomb sweeping fans around the globe. Uh, Matt, uh, as you well know, here in Taiwan, some of the uh, most popular T-shirts seem to be ones that just randomly combine different English words. I put them on there. A huge fan of any English words. I saw one today that uh, I think was uh, a little, a little bit, a little bit surprising. My, my, my local chicken shop owner, uh, while making me uh, my dinner tonight, I happened to spy his t-shirt, it's read, a white complexion can cover up to seven faults. I don't know what I was more surprised by, the blatant racism of the shirt, or the, the specificity of exactly seven faults. If you have eight faults, you're fucked if you're white, but up to seven, you are good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's something that's lost in translation. Is it something like Confucius originally said and just through the years has been has just misinterpreted? <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he
1: really didn't like tan people. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, something very weird about that. As you noted earlier, uh, would not have been out of place at a Trump rally. Uh and it was interesting to see that in a night market here in Taipei. Uh, but I guess uh, just the way that they can confuse random English words on T-shirts is similar to the way uh, white frat bros will get the random Asian characters tattooed on the side of their arms and have peace, prosperity, and chicken little soup type <laughs> on their body for the, for the rest of time. Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about tattoos or T-shirts or, or Trump or any of that stuff. We're here to break down the major NBA awards going through. We're, we're still Trophies. waiting we got to hand out some hardware here, some virtual hardware, some dunk-you-very-much hardware, which is, as we know, the most important hardware there is. Um, we, we haven't had seen the playoff picture kind of crystallized yet. There's still a few games left. Teams are still jockeying for positions, so it's too early to really break down uh, into a playoff preview. So instead, we want to look at the individual awards. Uh, this is more of an individual podcast rather than looking at the teams and break down some of these awards races as they head into the final season. Some of them may be more settled. Some of them... Um, Probably uh, a little bit more controversial. Maybe have some disagreements right there. I haven't seen your list, so I actually don't know how many of these we'll agree on and how many we don't. We're going to break it all down. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. We're doing Most Improved Player. We're doing it all here on Dunk You Very Much. Um, and before we get into the, the details, the nitty-gritty, let's start with kind of like a big-picture perspective looking at the major awards. I, heading into the season, Matt, what did you think was the most important kind of narrative about these major individual awards?
0: Well, what's amazing in the NBA is how how much uh, gravity that uh, the MVP actually has, like how much people care about it, how people do a quarter season, -season, mid-season, third quarter (laughs) review, and then even a year later, people are saying, hey, we messed up with Westbrook, or people Mm -hmm. who who voted for Harden are like, hey, we got it right, you know, like, I'm going to print these shirts, I'm going to print these shirts like I was on the right side of history. Yeah. the debate doesn't stop for MVP, so... Absolutely. I I think outside of the NBA championship, the MVP is the the most prestigious award you can win. Um, Definitely, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it kind of bears us talking about it. It's not my favorite topic, but it does get interesting when you talk about, like, what's... What sort of surrounds it, and what why people care about it so much, and why mm-hmm. it's so controversial? Yeah, you
1: definitely. You I, I know that you're more of like a you're more of the team focused guy. The team winning the championship. The individual stuff is always less interesting, and I kind of agree with you on that. Looking just individual, but I do agree. The MVP, especially, that's kind of like that provides kind of like the snapshot of the season. All right? a good way to put if it. If you tell me the champion and the MVP. That's how you're going to remember the season, you know, like, okay, last year we had the Warriors, but there's also the Russell Westbrook MVP season and the ensuing controversy that went with uh, Westbrook's selection. I think it's kind of interesting um, if you look back at uh, Bill Simmons' book of basketball. Probably one of the uh, probably the best remembered part is his ranking, the pyramid, the one to one hundred greatest players. But outside of that, I thought one of the most interesting sections was the uh, re, uh, like revisiting and correcting some of the old MVP seasons, like hmm. Steve Nash's. I forget if it was his first or second season, but he said it should have gone to Kobe. Some of those ones where he went back through uh, the more controversial ones, and obviously, as a uh, uh, you know, a lot of people say the same thing about. Uh, last Last year's selection with uh, russell westbrook where did you stand on that one
0: cute to to uh, westbrook yeah I, mean, I thought he was a one-man team i i think the the triple double is is a little bit overrated people like round numbers but mm. it, was, uh, it was the first time we've ever seen it and it was a uh, it was amazing and i think so you weren't
1: bothered by the um the the fact that, that i think they were the sixth seed last year the, the fact that this wasn't a team in the top half of their own conference <clears throat> the the record the lack of, a, of 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 team success didn't bother you
0: well what was so amazing about it was you have to like go back to the off when mm-hmm. Kevin Durant Westbrook's like frenemy
1: and cupcake just yeah.
0: completely abandoned the team and that dynamic around it the whole season how intense those games were mm-hmm. especially when uh, Golden State and and uh, the Thunder squared off but just You know, every game, like, Westbrook taking these last-second threes and, you know, putting up bad shots to, like, let the other team come back and then making a couple shots in a row to (laughs) to pull it out. Like, it was just so intense. There were so many great highlights that, you know, that's how I'm going to remember the season. I don't really remember too much that Harden did. Yeah. I'd almost... I almost put Kawhi ahead of Harden. To be honest. Like- yeah,
1: I think last year, I think uh, I think at the end of last year, uh, we weren't doing the podcast at that point. But you and I might have had that conversation, you know, off Close, off yeah. the pod. Yeah, talking about especially how Kawhi was kind of like almost the slept on third candidate in that, it became kind of a Harden rust thing. But yeah, um, uh, anyway, like I think we're kind of dancing around it. Let's uh, we're talking about MVP. We're looking at the MVP breakdown. Uh, let's talk about MVP right now. And Matt, let me let me pitch it to you. Uh, who do you have? Who is who do you have for the MVP this year? Uh, and and make your case.
0: Well, for the past two years, the runner-up has been Harden, and I don't mm. think there's any. I don't think there's anyone who wouldn't choose Harden this year. Mm-hmm. But what I think is really interesting is just this week, LeBron and Giannis were both asked about it. Mm-hmm. Giannis was asked uh, in an interview, "Who is the MVP? MVP? Sorry, the MVP favorite." Mm-hmm. And Giannis said, I still am. LeBron... Giannis hasn't (laughs) updated his blog since October, but all right, cool. (laughs) LeBron, when asked who he would vote for, said, I would vote for me. Mm -hmm. These are both in the last week, when I think you'd agree with me that everyone's going to vote for Harden, right? Like, I don't think that's too much of a debate, unless you got some uh, amazing surprise for our listeners. But, (laughs) uh, I mean, you know, barring that, like, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that these two players... You know of course they want the award but they they don't they don't see what Harden is doing is better than what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's
1: uh, I think it's interesting with uh, with with Giannis I think definitely being the young man having a lot of confidence. With James I feel like that's I feel like that's earned the for for him to say that. Um if it was GM of the year maybe LeBron James would be a more a better <laughs> candidate, but I don't know about 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 the MVP. I think that um I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to see, actually, specifically with Giannis, uh, most NBA uh, writers, the people who vote for the award, uh, can rank their top five, one through five on the ballot. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis is left off of wow. several of these ballots. I mean, that that team is is clinging to the eighth spot in the East. Yeah. I mean, talk about uh, Westbrook getting the first place vote and people kind of held their nose when they had the sixth spot in a, in, much, in a, West. Yeah, a much tougher conference. A much, much tougher conference. So um, Giannis definitely was the first-month MVP, uh, you know, came out the gates really, really hot, but uh, and but even with the addition of Eric Bledsoe, hasn't really been able to um, to 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 take the team uh, in terms of the overall team success you'd expect from an MVP candidate's team.
0: Yeah, Jabari's back, they haven't had too many injuries, like, yeah. there's really not a lot of excuses, I guess, you know, Jake kid got fired, they're... Yeah,
1: <laughs> fired the coach halfway through the year, yeah, that, that weird, um, yeah.
0: It doesn't help, but again, you should be able to will your team to at least the fourth seed. If the you even, yeah. like, be in the conversation. You mm. know, LeBron, every year, even when his team is falling or, you know, mm. crumbling around him, this year when Kevin Love was injured mm-hmm. and they traded away Isaiah Thomas, there was no star power on this team. Yeah. Plus, Tristan was injured, J.R. Smith was pouting. Like, this yeah. is, take away LeBron, this is like... A, Worse than the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, are they And you know he he kept him afloat there. there yeah. In the third suit. I think
1: LeBron definitely deserves consideration uh, in the top five. Are there any other players that you think uh, sneakily like uh, deserve to be kind of close? I, I agree with you. Just you know not to, not to bury my lead right here, but I agree with you. I think Harden. Uh, will be a near-unanimous choice for the MVP this year, uh, especially seeing the fact that their team success has even eclipsed that of their previous years, uh, You know, looking like they're going to take the number one seed in the Western Conference. Um, I mean, just uh, uh, been pouring it on recently. So I think that Harden will be the clear uh, number one pick. Are there any other players you find interesting, worthy of mentioning in the, in, the, in the top five?
0: In the top five, I think people will throw Durant in there. He, okay, he's, yeah. he's been mostly Especially healthy Especially with Curry sitting Yeah,
1: missing a few games yeah, game Towards the he, end of the year Yeah he
0: Definitely has missed a few games He's putting up like good stats um, A complaint I had about Durant Couple podcasts ago, is like he never really takes over the game or like mm-hmm. takes over the moment or steals like the spotlight yeah. for weeks in a row. You know, like mm-hmm. it gets everyone talking about him. But he does put up solid stats. He'll probably get a lot of fourth and fifth place votes. Yeah, I think my boy Damian Lillard might mm-hmm. see some fifth place votes.
1: I think like, he'll be a top five guy for sure. I mean, the the way that. Portland's kind of separated itself to get into the into the third spot in the Western Conference, yeah. uh, pulling away from that kind of pack of of the people fighting for that, the last few spots. Um, you know, kind of just on his back. I think I think he'll definitely uh, Anthony Davis. I think will definitely be in a lot of top fives. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Davis. I think Davis will be in a, in a lot of the top fives. I think, of course, LeBron will be up there. Uh, KD. Uh, Curry probably missed uh, too many games. I think Russ will probably still get a few top fives. Russ is still in play to average a triple double on this season as well, which would just be hilarious if he did. Just, <laughs> a...
0: Well, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. In, in, in the top five. <laughs> what do you think about Anthony Davis being number two? Because this team is ho- horrible roster. Cousins Oops. goes out. They're much better since Cousins has been on. Like I don't mm-hmm. think that's because of Cousins. I think like Davis mm-hmm. is just like, like shouldered more of the load. Yeah. And they're like they're the fourth seed right now.
1: Yeah. I'm the talking about seed separating in the West. themselves. Yeah, fourth seed. I and, think I think he's a strong number two candidate. I think that I think that him and LeBron, I think there's basically three three tiers. You have Harden. I think is clearly established at yeah. number one. Below, one tier below that, you have LeBron and, and Davis. Yeah. Both are worthy of strong consideration for the number two spot. Below that, I think you've got uh, Russ, Lillard, maybe even Giannis in there, yeah. KD. Uh, Curry, if he had more games, those guys kind of get in. I think Curry just missed too many games. Yeah. But um, you know those. I think that's a, a, another clear... Tier below, I think Davis and LeBron are in that clear second. Um, you know that 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 second to the top uh, tier right there. Yeah, and he did it. You talk about like something you said, KD hasn't done having that defining stretch. You know that the, the those those two weeks where he had like multiple forty point games, was scoring averaging uh, over thirty and fifteen a game for for like a for a solid like two week stretch. It was just yeah, just an incredible uh, time where he was dominating all the NBA storylines, dominating bit by stuffing the stat sheet clearly establishing that dominance and so I think that um I think that in another year uh he would be maybe the M V P favorite. But, you know, Hardens like you said, those two back to back second place finishes, their undeniable team success, he's the scoring leader. I mean yeah, the number of three
0: is everything. Yeah, I mean and Durant's got his M V P so I don't think he's out there like trying to get more. Yeah and you know, so much of it is really like you have to kinda like lobby yourself. It's almost like Mm -hmm. winning an Oscar. Like you have to try to get nominated first. Mm -hmm. Then once you're nominated, then maybe everyone will watch a movie and yeah. it, it kind of shakes out the way it should. But like you have to be in the conversation. Definitely, yeah. It's like Lillard trying to get an All Star, <laughs> All Star appearance. You know, yeah. <laughs> he complains about you know how he keeps getting snubbed, and then you know he gets yeah. on the coaches pick him. As, Reminds me you know, of the wrestling. way they uh,
1: they market players for the Heisman, wasn't it? University of Oregon about Joey Harrington, the the, the, billboard Bill, the billboard in New York <laughs> in New York City. Yeah.
0: That was weird. That, <laughs> that was, was so great. Weird.
1: That was great marketing. Awesome. All right, so the first one, um, a little, uh, yeah, a good discussion there, but a little bit boring that we both. I think completely agreed right there. What uh, MVP Harden? Thank you very much. MVP is Harden. Um, who would you have? What uh, What's the second award that you want to talk about?
0: I mean, I think we should go to the sixth man. Sixth man of the year. This This would be a quick one.
1: Because <laughs> I, Perfect, because I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: yeah, this is seems like uh, it seems mm-hmm. like rosters are more flexible now, and coaches are mm-hmm. less confined to like playing traditionally, mm-hmm. and they're sort of more open to like starting a guy one night and doesn't play the next night. This happens yeah. a lot with the Blazers. Like, Zach Collins is in the starting lineup and then doesn't yeah. play for three games. and and Or just bringing a guy off the bench or starting him based on the, the lineups. It's really hard to find a sixth man. Eric Gordon is sort of like a... He seems, yeah. he seems like a good idea or a, a good candidate, but he's actually not shooting that efficiently. and mm-hmm. He's played all right. For me, I'm going to cheat. I'm going the Raptors bench. The whole bench. Give me the ah, bench. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, who's the sixth best player on this team? I don't know. But <laughs> six to ten, I like them all. So. I like them all. Give but me the bench. Give me the whole bench. Give me the, the field. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. This is one I didn't really have. Uh, it's, it's tough to know, like, kind of who uh, qualifies. Uh, Saric in Philadelphia uh, was, yeah. I know, uh, a potential. Someone I see as a potential sixth man of the year, like, been playing really well, came up, came on strong late for the team, but he's also been in the starting lineup a lot recently. Same Um, with Lou Williams. Yeah. He's
0: a six-man, but he's been starting
1: every game. He's been starting, yeah, definitely, at least since the the All-Star break. So um, I would have uh, just flat-out had to have done way more research on six-man than I wanted to do for six-man of the year. So, uh, yeah, we're going to –
0: I mean – no one stands out. I say we roll over the trophy. Next roll year, bang. the
1: winner gets two. That's what we should have done for Rookie of the Year last year. That's what I've <laughs> argued strongly for on an earlier podcast. All right. Sixth Man of the Year. Let's move on to one that we do have an actual pick for, uh, and that's Defensive Player of the Year. I think this one's kind of interesting. Uh, uh, interesting. It hasn't been the, you know, uh, Gobert missed a lot of time. Draymond Green seems to have kind of taken a step back. Kawhi was out for uh, you know has been out for almost the entire year. Um, so those are your kind of your All top nine three games, yes. preseason candidates going into the year. Um, so who do you have as defensive player of the year, and, and what were you, what was your thinking there?
0: I mean, I think you have even if it's a smaller sample size, I think you have to look at the effect when they're on the court and when they're off the court. Nice. And right now the Jazz are the sixth seed because Gobert. They Last. were great. They, they were an early season surprise. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how, how are they clicking without uh, Garden Hayward? Like, how are they, like, you know, Rubio's running the point, and this, yeah, this young, young Mitchell kid out of Louisville was the 12th pick. Like, yeah. then he gets injured. They, they're out of the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. they're way down, like, maybe to the 10th seed. Gobert comes back. Man, they've been a beast since then. Like, they're mm-hmm. a team that no one wants to play. No they're one tough. wants them, yeah. They've beaten Golden State. They've beaten Houston. They've yeah. beaten Portland. They 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 have the, the potential to beat all these teams when they're playing this sort of elite defensive uh, team. Mm-hmm. They have a good point guard, uh, Ricky Rubio. You know, mm-hmm. a, a good... Uh, good a defensive point guard. Yeah, always been a good yeah.
1: defender, yeah.
0: All-ball, on-ball defender. And just go bare in the back makes makes the rest of the team so much better. Yeah, You know, like, Donovan Mitchell can... And put up all his points because he doesn't need to play defense and and sit with the rest of the team. Like you know, they yeah. can focus their energy on being better than a- average offensive players, even yeah. though most of them are not. You know, Rubio is like known as this, this player who can't shoot and uh-huh. you know just never puts up stats on the offensive end. He can do that if he's not spending so much energy on defense. I just yeah. see the way that Gobert just sort of. Lifts up the whole team. I yeah. don't see. Uh, I don't see anyone else who does that.
1: That's interesting. Okay, so yeah, even with uh, all the missed time, Gobert just his, his, his sheer impact. It's hard to deny with, like, just from a sheer impact standpoint. I can't argue with that one because they are so night and day more competitive. I mean, having a guy like that behind you, it's it's hard to over. Um, to overstate how impactful that is for the for the guards defense because these guys are up there they know they have someone who's covering all their mistakes erasing all the mistakes behind them uh... protecting the rim um, i do hold against them a little bit the uh... the the durability stuff you know the the, the, the best ability is availability i don't know if anyone's ever told you that before <laughs> I've heard uh, that before yeah you should write that down in your phone um... it's, a, it's, a, it's an important fact uh, so I kind of docked to that for him, and, uh, and and my pick for Defensive Player of the Year is someone who wasn't getting a lot of preseason buzz for Defensive Player. Uh, I like Anthony Davis as Defensive Player of the hmm. Year. Currently leading the NBA in blocks, two and a half blocks a game. Uh, almost half a block per game over the guy in second place. I know blocks are a little bit of a uh, a small sample size. You know, you have one game with a bunch of blocks, it can inflate the statistics a little bit, but two and a half is a lot. He, uh, I mean... I don't, there's not a lot of really defensive anchors on that team. Like you said, again, fourth place in the in the in the Western Conference. He's getting it done on both ends. Uh, I think that he is uh, is just an incredible. I mean, two and a half blocks a game, and how many more shots does he affect just with his presence or the threat of him being there blocking? Um, I, I like him as as a pick for Defensive Player of the Year. Plus, he's played the whole season.
0: <laughs> well. The, the, the point you make at, at the end there I think is the most important thing because Hassan Whiteside, he, he gets blocks too, but mm. he, he searches out the blocks. He yeah. he leaves the rebounding lanes <laughs> yeah. open because he's looking for blocks. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, he blocks his guy. He, he's not coming over to like uh, just chase the block and get yeah. into the second row and <laughs> you know, flex his muscles for the flex camera. Flex and like,
1: post up. Yeah, exactly. No, he's, yeah.
0: he's playing elite defense on both ends. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. he's playing a defense. Elite defense on, on his man and also on help defense. Which yeah, he's which so is, uh... big
1: and so rangy. He can cover so much. I mean, remember like the, uh, the those great uh, Pistons teams were built around uh, Rashid Wallace with his great like kind of on the ball defense. But then Ben Wallace, who was that help defender who would come over. Anthony Davis kind of has both of those in one. You know, he's big and long enough that he's on the ball, a, a really solid defender, but also can come over and, and help on the weak side. I mean, he's all over the place. Again, for a team. Um, that's since they lost Boogie Cousins, uh, you know, another big presence in the paint, a big a big man down low, uh, has been great. So I I like uh, Anthony Davis. Any, anyone else do you thought maybe deserves some consideration here?
0: You know I, I think the favorites really have dropped off. Like you mentioned, uh, I think Draymond just doesn't have the intensity. Kawhi yeah. is obviously not eligible. I don't really see uh, I don't really see anyone else who stands out to me. Yeah. Defense is one of those things where it's kind of hard to quantify. Yeah. You know you're never really sure like who's who's doing what, who's uh, just stuffing the stats. But, you know, Anthony Davis, what he does on defense and what he does on offense is mm. just, just amazing, just mm. unreal. But if I'm going defense only, give me Gobert.
1: Give me Gobert. I gave a little thought to Giannis in this one, uh, just as, uh, you know, uh, inc- another incredibly rangy um, shot blocker in passing lanes, disrupting, getting steals. Um but again that they are the kind of team success, I don't know uh, the, I don't know if the if the Milwaukee Bucks are are as renowned a defensive team. Anthony but, Davis but, I got for a defensive player there.
0: Do you think that's important for this kind of stat? Like I know MVP like we we value winning. Yeah. But for like defensive player of the year like yeah. do you think that's I do value connected to I do wins? value
1: not necessarily the wins like uh directly proportional with wins but being known as like a good defensive team like the warriors when Draymond won defensive player of the year were known as having like one of the toughest defenses like team defense and he was
0: the best defender on being the team.
1: quarterback of like the best team defense All right. that was Kevin like Garnett. That. you know that's fair. yeah and if and if and if Giannis is the quarterback um, you know, then he's the quarterback. That t- their defense is the Jets. You know, they're they you know he's he might be a good quarterback. But he's quarterbacking a a, a a rough team out there, and I think that does get held against him. All right. Uh, all right. Cool. So a little, little disagreement there, uh, but mostly I mean I agree with your case for Gobert. I would just hold the time missed against him, I guess. But that's kind of a yeah know, uh, arbitrary cutoff. I don't know. Um, he missed
0: a, a bunch of time. Davis has put in the full body of work. Yeah, I'm not gonna swing on you. I, I think we can. We all right. Fair agree enough. On, so. Good. I'm good. What's uh What's the next one you got up? I think this one, we might might go to blows. This is coach of the year. Ooh, coach of the year. I think a lot of candidates. I think I I agree. I
1: think I think this is not an open and shut uh, shut case. As other people have argued, uh, that the it's a, there's one clear standout must be winner. Um, I think there's a lot of people who deserve consideration. In the end, Mike Brown, I think, is the best candidate. I think he deserves it. He's
0: uh, collecting the most checks. He's done. He's, <laughs> he's collecting at least two paychecks this year, if not three. <laughs> he is it getting, getting it done. the Cavaliers' down. paychecks
1: have stopped. Vermont, yeah, they still. He's still on the hook. Um, yeah, I actually think there's a bunch of candidates right there. Um, one guy, uh, I don't know, I don't know where to start on this one. If I should just spoiler alert and jump straight to my my final selection, or, or talk through some of the candidates.
0: Yeah, how about I throw out some candidates and you yeah. you let me know if any of these people are just like, I'm I'm way off and they okay. should not be in. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Brad Stevens, Dwayne Casey. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Yep. Yep.
0: Spostra, Spol- just I, I, people say he should be in there. I'm kind of. I think Spog gets uh, a lot of
1: media love. I think he gets a lot of media love. I mean, and some of it does. They're like like you look at the team. Seed or yeah. 16. I mean, you look at them kind of. You know, like all oh, right, well, yeah, they don't have any like superstars on that team. There's no real. I mean, they did have an all star guess, because Dragic got you know drafted after like fourteen guys for their pinky toe. <laughs> he got called and, up. never
0: wanted to go on a seven day vacation. Yeah,
1: exactly, he got the call up after that. <laughs> so um, technically, they had an all star uh, White side, but like. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely piloted I mean, for coach of the year though, I don't think piling yeah. a mediocre team to an above mediocre record doesn't quite do it for me for coach of the year. I still think he's a great coach, but I'm not coach of the year.
0: Yeah, not his year. Okay, then we got, we got D'Antoni, mm-hmm. Kerr, which is, I mean, he's got a stacked team in there. Yeah, they're currently six games behind Houston. Yeah, I would say
1: some people would argue that the the Warriors have underperformed this year. So for I think sure. that would be Vegas. I think that would I think even though you're coaching one of the best teams, I think that would be kind of held against you in terms yeah, of your it, coaching performance. Absolutely
0: so. yeah, cross him off too. And then Quinn Snyder. Mm-hmm. So
1: I think he deserves consideration for sure, yeah. Holding that team together during Gobert's absence. Um, so would you, you agree
0: know, that it's only four?
1: Dantoni Snyder Casey and Stevens. Yeah. Uh he, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think that. Would I don't be.
0: think Portland's done enough. Like they're the third seed, but they're also three games from. Yeah, I was thinking playoffs, maybe
1: like, of of the of the of the um, over in, over in Indianapolis. Excuse me, the the the, the Pacers coach just cause, McMillan. Yeah, just integrating. I mean, like. Yeah. Stevens has gotten a ton Their of credit for integrating new low. pieces, and he, he brought in these new pieces, and has definitely brought out the best in Victor Oladipo we've ever seen. But um, I, I I don't think again, great job, tip of the hat, but not coach of the year.
0: But they're only a game back of the third seed. They're currently yeah. fifth seed. So like they could, if they get the third seed, yeah, I mean it might be interesting. If they went out, I think it's in play. It'd be interesting to see what would happen first. If
1: the um if the media media would finally decide to start talking about the Pacers because they're just I mean I mean I I'm almost falling asleep right now talking about them and I, they are they are doing great things this year. Yep. Um. No, but I, I think that that's a fair four man race. I would um. Who are you leaning towards? I, I I would actually narrow. I would cut that in half. Um, I think that uh uh I think that really I think the one that the coach of the year is going to come from the Eastern Conference. I think it's Casey or Stevens. But um I like what D'Antoni's done. No no, no disrespect there. I mean, taking that team to a huge winning record um but you know you have, you got the MVP, you're dropping bombs, you added Chris Paul. They have a stacked roster. You know, this is a regular season team. Um, I don't know if you can hold the, against the coach for not getting it done in the playoffs, but everything about Houston for me maybe makes me feel like wait and see. I don't know. That's probably unfair to D'Antoni and, and the actual purpose of the award. Quinn Snyder, great job, but still Utah, you know, uh, um, probably, like, you know, on just on the outside or getting into the playoffs, you know, like I, I like what he's done with that team. But, I mean, Casey, what Dwayne Casey has done, you know, like Stevens gets a lot, a lot of credit for integrating these new pieces for after Kyrie going down, they're still winning, you know, just the things he's done that's been talked about in other forums. Uh, Dwayne Casey, um, since the beginning of the year, they talked about it a lot. But like the way the Raptors have just transformed their whole style of play, taking more three pointers. Um, you know the way he's integrated the bench. like you mentioned before. They're six through ten, probably one of the best bench units in the league. Um, a lot of that. I mean, those are the things you look for from the coach, right? I mean, the the statistics that would show up. A team that's completely revamped their offense, and, and and it's not like a new coach came in. This is the same guy who was there before, and they're having by far the best Raptors year, so I think he deserves a lot of consideration. I would still give it to Brad Stevens, though.
0: Brad Stevens, okay. Yeah. I'm going to say it's not coming out of the East. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Dwayne and Casey just unsubscribed from our sound cloud.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good candidates. I kind of like Casey to win it. Like, if I'm betting on it, I kind of like Casey to win it as sort of like I like it's his turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like he's put in the work. Like, yeah. and kinda of everything else you just said about like changing the offense, like kind of like modernizing everything. I, I really do think if he wins it, I'll have no qualms. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Stevens, given the injuries, also like I think that you can make a, a pretty strong argument. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Houston has dethroned the Warriors. Coming in that, the yeah. beginning of the season is just like Oh, this season. We all know the Warriors are gonna win. Like, mm-hmm. what else is new? Like, oh, can, can we just skip till June? To <laughs> yeah, 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 the Warriors yeah. and the Cavs play. I mean, Houston has a six-game lead on them in yeah. the regular season. CP three missed a bunch of games at the beginning. Harden missed the entire month of, uh, I believe it's January. Yeah. I mean, they've they've had a couple injuries, not anything too major, but mm-hmm. they've also missed a lot of playing time. And the way this team just works, where. You don't really need Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon, Ariza. Like, just next guy up, throw him in there. Yeah. And, and everyone just, everything clicks, everything's working. I think D'Antoni's been waiting to have this team for a really long time. I think yeah. this is this is like sort of a payoff of the seven seconds or less Suns, mm-hmm. the team he was running in New York, which was also a pretty successful Knicks team. Yeah. Bomb a lot of threes over there. Yeah. Steve and I think he's he just kind of, he's kind of figured it out and he's kind of got the, the right the right players around him, I mm-hmm. think. I think uh, dethroning the Warriors, who are you know people are they gonna win seventy again? Is, is yeah, seventy four. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's they're up six games on them. It's not even close. They're, yeah, they've already clinched the Western Conference. So yeah, I,
1: that is remarkable. Yeah, and and that's um, my choice. And people, I mean, people have pointed to that a lot when they're talking about Harden's MVP candidacy, but I haven't heard that as much for uh, the D'Antoni Coach of the Year. I think that's a great argument to make. I still think that on the whole. The, the work that Stevens has done, especially like uh, when you go back to that first game and, and Hayward coming down and hearing that snap, and just literally thinking that the Celtics whole season was going to end right there, and then to uh, um, but then at the same time you know that as they can, as they as they kind of have faded a little bit, even though they've kept winning this last little bit, finishing top two in the Eastern Conference with your season starting like that, I think would be uh, a pretty phenomenal accomplishment. Great, I think I think this one the ones where we have great options. You know, I think that I yeah. think that. Quinn Snyder, uh, uh, if we're going to do in tears again, (laughs) he's the one I I dropped first from those four. Okay, for sure, yeah. Casey, Stevens, and D'Antoni, I think all, I would not be upset if any of those guys won uh, Coach of the Year.
0: What about the Warlock? Rick Carlisle. Oh, Rick Carlisle, yeah, the Warlock. Zach Lowe always has him in his top five. Bill Simmons always has him in the top He's one of those five.
1: coaches that makes a difference, Matt. He's, He's one, one of those, those two coaches, coaches that always <laughs>
0: signs a max player every offseason, and everyone always stays healthy, and they have the third worst record in the NBA, and everyone's healthy.
1: Although should be able to add a very talented young big man that they won't play next year, so I'm excited about that. Pair him with Nils <laughs> Noel, and Fetch fetching Gatorade. Um, yeah, all right, good. Uh, so uh, we went through MVP, defensive player, coach of the year. Let me pitch it back to you. Um, she let's, got let's bury the lead a little bit. Let's go to... Um, the most improved player. Who do you have? This might be another quick hitter right here.
0: I mean... M.I.P. This award's a little bit ridiculous. People always say that. Everyone always prefaces it with yeah. hey, it's just who gets the most playing time or it's just yeah. first-year player going into his mm. sophomore season. I mean, for me, it's got to be Oladipo. Like, they're, they're right in the contention for the three seed. He's uh, just putting up crazy numbers. And their team... You know, if I'm uh, if I'm Philly mm-hmm. and they're they're matched up in the four or five, like I I might take Indiana over Philly, especially with Embiid banged up. Like if Embiid's yeah, if Embiid's still banged up, yeah. They have kind of like a team that makes sense. You know, like yeah. kind of going back to like McMillan as a coach of the year. Not that I would choose him, but like mm-hmm. he he made this team just sort of uh, they have an identity. They know what they yeah. do, and uh, they, I think they do it pretty well. And Old Depot's the the best player on
1: that team. Yeah, I mean, this guy went from, you know, kind of Russell Westbrook's sad looking partner
0: in Oklahoma City
1: (laughs) to like a legit, like uh, a legit all-star, a legit like putting his name in there for first team all-NBA, legit like up there in that conversation guard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you, I think you've got to say that's one of the most remarkable improvements. I love most improved player because we always talk about like MVP is kind of like the, it's really vague, right? Yeah. What does valuable mean? I mean, the best player on the best team. Does that mean the guy without that guy that team would suck the most or whatever like that? And the, but it, most improved player is the most vague. Could be the most absolutely vague thing. You know, like a guy just he's, like you said just sees his minutes increase through a random circumstance. Uh, you know, like goes into his second year of playing. You know, stops doing drugs. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. You know, lot of, Yeah.
0: What I'm really disappointed in was at the beginning of the season when Giannis was the the MVP MVP favorite. Mm. People were starting to say like. Could he be the first back, back to back, 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 back most, most improved player? player?
1: I love that. That would have been amazing.
0: Yeah. I was going
1: to give you honest a little credit for that. Like, yeah, back to back. Uh, Clint Capella, I think, is worthy of being talked about if you really care about this
0: award a lot. He certainly has. Yeah, is, uh... <laughs> if, if you want to dive in. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think anyone wants to dive in. Everyone's just going to be like. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's okay. just check the box year, This yeah. year's points per game minus last year's points <laughs> per game. Yeah, and. The was, math says Oladipo. And the math okay. says Oladipo. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's definitely Victor right there. Uh, alright cool um, you ready for the
0: uh, NBA first team no, let's take the last individual
1: that? award uh, rookie of the year we say Rookie of the Year and then we'll do the first team All-NBA because that'll be the the team one we hit last,
0: okay? This one's interesting.
1: Rookie of the Year is interesting. Again, I argued that uh, this would all be a lot easier if we had simply ignored last year's Rookie of the Year, uh, stripped Malcolm Brogdon of his title, given it to Ben Simmons in his proper place, and then we could all just um, give it to Donovan Mitchell this year without uh, too much concern. Uh, However, that's not the way the the Rookie of the Year works. Uh, Both of these guys are in there. Uh, am I right in saying that it's, it's Simmons or Mitchell? But that's that it's basically the it's a two man race. Are there any other candidates that we are even worthy of discussing right
0: here? Uh, no, that's it. No, that's it. This is like it. a Zeller brother that I, we got lost in Charlotte. was <laughs> <laughs> secretly like putting us Zody up stats. Zeller, ah, <laughs> yeah, double Z. Put <laughs> their stats in Charlotte. I don't know about, but uh, no, it's only those two guys. Yeah, Tatum had a nice little stretch. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. And. You know, I mean, Lonzo Ball has, I think, has had a, a pretty mediocre rookie season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, he, he's like, I think he's kind of turning into a good player, but he doesn't have anywhere near the stats. Yeah. Malik Monk hasn't played. Zach Collins really hasn't played. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. I think has fallen off too. I nice think that there's, Smith, yeah. there's really only two guys. Yeah. I mean, you look at those other guys.
1: I mean, some of those guys. Okay, you got Fox. Even Justin Jackson. Um, Justin, Josh Jackson, sorry. There was a Justin Jackson, too, though, right from North Carolina. There's a bunch of Yeah, he did person um, the Kings. Yeah, yeah um, uh, Fox and, and Smith. I mean, those teams quickly established themselves as terrible teams. So a lot of those stats become kind of empty calorie stuff, whereas Mitchell and Simmons are, are, are both playing for playoff contenders or locked-in playoff teams and leading their teams. So I think definitely, yeah, those are the two guys. So it comes down to a question of Mitchell or Simmons, who you got? I got Simmons, man. Taking Simmons. I Make Simmons. the case.
0: I just feel like uh, he's he's the future. I think he's the next LeBron. I think he's it. I think he's going to uh, leapfrog Giannis and Durant, and he's going to become the, the best player in the NBA Boom. when LeBron Whoa. is ready to, Whoa. To, to, to pass the torch. Maybe that shouldn't be <laughs> just lost another for. subscriber. Giannis maybe, is too. Maybe that shouldn't be accounted for for the rookie of the year. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not fair, but... I just I see I think like the guy
1: shows flashes that, that gives you that impression. I think that 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 would weigh in. Yeah,
0: I think that's. And just the way that he carries the team, like Fultz was supposed to be the point guard, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, fuck but, you Philly. Maybe this in the Super Bowl. I'm allowed to laugh at that. Point.
0: But uh, <laughs> I mean, Simmons just he carries the team. He he just he runs the offense. He plays at his own pace. He just—he looks so cool. He just got that. It, it <laughs> yeah. Not always
1: important for rookie cool of the year. Cool on the court. Cool he on looks the court. so cool. <laughs> like this he... isn't like most guy you want to date in high school. Is this, <laughs> this is different, of the awards? Year. Okay. Yeah, different well, awards? Yeah,
0: different awards, Yeah. I have my own factors. I, I, I have an algorithm over here. <laughs> Thank you point. very yeah. much, Bromkin, for sure. But you yeah. know, people had a lot of questions about him. Like you yeah. know, you know, how's he gonna play if he can't shoot? And you watch him—he dribbles slow and he can't shoot. And yet he's super effective and mm-hmm. he's like the, the calmest player on the court and he, he makes the right passes and the right decisions and he just, he walks, he literally walks into the paint and sometimes just like lays it in. People <laughs> are like, oh, he's, he's too slow. There's no way he's getting ready to shoot. It's like, and uh, Well, that's interesting. So I have an interesting uh, a question for you then. I think then. it's his. If you, I think you
1: already answered what I would, the original one I'd asked. I'm, I'm going to add a caveat to it to, to make it hopefully more intriguing. If you could, if you were starting an NBA franchise today, and you had one, and you could choose either Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, and I think your answer would definitely lean towards Simmons right there. So I'm gonna add the caveat is that Embiid has guaranteed health for the remainder of his career. Which one of those players would you take?
0: I mean, if it's Simmons. It's not you your, take Simmons all the way, place, yeah.
1: even with guaranteed health from Embiid, he's gonna be healthy.
0: I'll I mean, you. Simmons
1: is guaranteed cool. <laughs> guaranteed cool. Prom King Simmons. All right. I did not know you had such a big man crush on Simmons. I love it. I like it. That's a strong case. I got Mitchell. I got Donovan. Oh, wow. I got Donovan Mitchell. He's got the stats. I, I, I think it's the, it's the stats. It's the leadership when Gobert went down. It's the leadership when the team, uh, you know, they traded away who was arguably their best scorer in hood. Uh, and, and Mitchell really stepped in that role, the way he's carried them from outside the playoffs to in, the poise. Um, not that Simmons has not also done incredible leadership stuff in Philadelphia, not taking away from Simmons at all. I kind of, I don't, it may be unfair to dock him for this. I, I, at times, like I think that he's not the, you, you listen to players talk about playing the 76ers, he's not the number one uh, threat that they talk about. It's Embiid. You look at the All-Star game, Embiid's out there. Um, you know, Embiid's starting in the All-Star game. Uh, you know, So they have an All-Star starter closing at the- center, closing up the game. Yeah, d- definitely deserving a spot where, you know, Simmons... Did not make it. Of course, Mitchell didn't make it either. So it, in this debate, but I'm saying there's no other jazz. Um, yeah, jaz- but, but the world
0: beat the U.S. team in the, the Rising Stars. Jazz. Oh shit!
1: Ah, oh, never mind. All right, fine. I take it. I take <laughs> exactly it all back. Much. Yeah, I take. Uh, yeah, who's the who's the best international rookie this year? I don't know. I don't even. Oh yeah, Markin it. Markin gets my vote. No, um uh, so I like Mitchell by by just a hair. Uh, some of this might be. Um, Rookie of the year fatigue though, you might actually have a better long view on this one. I think Simmons has been anointed as it so far. and so Mitchell's accomplishments uh, in in you know the in a, in a fresher light look more compelling, I guess. yeah, uh, but so some of that might be just rookie of the year fatigue. Uh, that always works against an early front runner. But um, I think either of these guys would be deserving candidates. I would give it to Mitchell by a hair.
0: And for me, if I had a vote, my vote would hundred percent be for Mitchell. I don't think second year players should be eligible for rookie of the year. There we go. Thank or, you. Or like European players coming over when they're 26 like <laughs> just, if you're not like if you're not in like a first year in the NBA mm-hmm. it just it's such a huge advantage to travel with the team, practice with the team, yeah, have yeah. team trainers everyday scrimmage nba players like yeah. it's, it's such an advantage over yeah. anyone else it's been said elsewhere
1: <laughs> like Mitchell was like going to class a year ago you yeah. know like he had to he, like he they had
0: to actually pass his classes
1: people like check on you and stuff like that just, like this guy was in like Simmons is like hitting like an olympic like a uh, you know uh, nba weight room and Mitchell's in fucking geography class
0: in Kentucky like <laughs> you with, know, patino. Kentucky. <laughs> with patino with patino like he, so he's, he's exhausted from he's all the Prostitutes. Him blows so. <laughs> and prostitutes. Meanwhile, Simmons has like Shots you know he's the he's the, the franchise like they have professional chefs for him, professional yeah. trainers. Everyone just catering to make him the best he possibly could be when he comes back on the court. Mm-hmm. You know that versus cocaine, it's just it's not comparable. It's not
1: it's not comparable. It's not it's not gonna work. Uh, Simmons' career, I'm very very interested to follow, especially his international career. You touched on that briefly. Uh, I, I believe this is true that he is uh, he is a, a feud with the Australia Federation. Because they left him off the team when, when he, he was, was like, like 16 years old. Yeah, 16 something. years old. And so he is like, uh, he's like refused to practice with the Australian team. Very, very interesting developments. Australia got some talent down there. Uh, Paddy Mills, you know, Australian player, Bogut. Those guys are kind of on their way out. Yeah, I was going to say I, <laughs> to come on up. Yeah, so, so the younger, I mean, without Simmons, that's a big blow.
0: I think he might, yeah, blow. Another reference to that. Yeah, I love blowing the <laughs> uh, I think he might look at the team and realize that, you know, Bogut, Mills, they're, mm-hmm. they're, Baines, you know, these yeah. guys might be on their way out. And, you know who's coming you're up you got, you're talking about you, you but... got uh, <laughs> Joe Ingalls and Ben Simmons I yeah. think you think might look at it and like well why why like spend my summer doing this like, he's I, like already yeah. I'd rather just get American citizenship and join <laughs> the USA team. I already went
1: to LSU uh, yeah I think if yeah, it's like one of the things though, if you cap for the other team you can never play for USA right if you oh, is that right okay it, that's the way it is in soccer so I'm just gonna assume it's that's the, the way same it because FIFA and FIBA have the same F at the beginning so anyway um this got off the rails uh, I like that we disagreed on that one I think you mentioned a strong case for Simmons um, agreed and uh, yeah and uh, but that's I mean definitely reflects see uh, tweet us which one do you agree with uh, we don't check our twitter so that will never work um, or you can email us at donkeyverymuchpod at gmail.com that's which we one. check daily I do check that one actually I have to use that one so I play a video game called Overwatch and uh, I, I my account is with the dunkyverymuchpod so I do check that one. You're like this
0: this website this game looks pretty sketch. <laughs> if my email's <laughs> going to get hacked, better use the But no, gonna... it's even
1: worse. My first account uh, there was some problem with it, like uh, with the with the payment, and so it was linked to my other email. So then I had to use the new email for the, my new
0: account. Sounds anyway. like you got banned for trying <laughs> yeah, have that fucking racial <laughs> slur, <or> homosexual <laughs> slur. Oh uh,
1: Yeah, I typed, a white complexion can cover up to seven faults <laughs> into the chat. And uh, that's a callback for you uh, comedy aficionados out there. Let's get to the last major award for the season. First team All-NBA, and I think this one is interesting. How about what we'll do is we'll go through the, the positions uh, I'll, I'll call it the position, and you tell me who you got, and then we'll get into it if we have any disagreement. Let's start with what I think should be maybe the easiest one, the, the center pick. Who do you
0: have as your center? I'm going to go traditional. I'm not going to put a power forward there. I'm going Embiid. I, Embiid? I, th- I think I want, I want the snapshot of of the season. I, I think was, Embiid, okay. <laughs> I think he's been the best center this year. Davis would be like a another, like, choice i i not to spoil it but i have him as my power forward okay i, I, I think that's that's his position is power forward so mm. siding him to center i know every, a lot of people do it and it, it's sort of yeah it, it can be done, and it, it will be done, and I just <laughs> what
1: I I feel like I feel justified in it because it's what the Pelicans have done, you know. <laughs> like, when yeah. cousins went down, when cousins yeah. went down. So I guess he did half the year. He was a, as a, a power forward. Uh, I have him as my center. Um, before getting into the Embiid stuff, I guess let's go through the rest of the front court because I'm more interested in who. You left off the front court. Then who you? Because um, you already said that Davis is
0: one of your spots. Who do you have as your other front court player? I left off that blog boy, that Durant. KD is off of the he's, first team uh, All NBA. He hasn't done anything to to catch my attention. I don't think he's been one of the top five studs this season you can look at the stats like oh yeah like I guess he does really put up numbers and like he can call me a blog boy as much as he wants and like shame me into choosing him but (laughs) I don't think like this season we don't don't even have a blog we don't even
1: update our Facebook page yeah how about that
0: yeah (laughs) yeah We're podcast pals. Come no, find no, no, no. us.
1: Yeah, find podcast pals, not blog Voice. <laughs> find us on at, at, uh, at Stitcher with a third
0: entry if you type in our exact name. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, moving Davis to center and having Durant makes a ton of sense. I just, that's not the, the five I would want for this.
1: Okay. I, I, I like that. That's a strong case. So, Embiid, going with a true, if I had to follow your hard and fast rules where basically I've taken uh, Anthony Davis as his pre- preferred position, um
0: I guess, which is also Uh, not a rule. Just to clarify, yeah, not a rule. But like taking like a traditional code, it's more of a code. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, a podcast pals code. Um, Yeah, code of code of conduct. Um, Compadre's code. Lamarcus Aldridge, I guess, would also then qualify as a power forward. Then Um, I'm not even kidding. Like if he if he was a strict center, I think that Lamarcus would deserve consideration with Embiid. Uh, Embiid just over Davis. No, I have Davis as my center. Okay, I'm saying if you 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 you're, you're, you're moving see. Davis to power forward, and now we're just trying to fit in just a center. But I think LaMarcus would then also be a power forward under that, right? Because Gasol yeah. would be the center on that team, so he would not be under consideration. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of someone better than Embiid, um, and there's really there's 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 really no one you know like uh, who I think deserves deserves that spot. So. Embiid would be yeah the starting center. I I have Davis as, as a center because I think he's played about half the season for that with with the and uh and I, I obviously our other front court guy we both had LeBron yep in the front court so I had KD uh, in that other spot. I think that uh you know his, his he's added to and, and like you said maybe he's hasn't had that stretch where he's really put the team entirely on his back but just his defensive presence, um you know the blocks he's getting the the, the way he's uh he's kind of stepped into. Some of like the, the what Draymond Green's kind of slipped on with a little bit. Um, I don't know. Uh,
0: again, the way he's pumping out podcasts.
1: The way he's yeah his his media content is great. I watched a video of him uh, reviewing high school players on YouTube today. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. So anyway, okay. So a uh, little disagreement in the front court. Interesting. I have Davis, KD, and LeBron. You have Embiid, LeBron, and Davis. Yes. Yeah, uh, so both the good, both so good the teams,
0: yeah. back court. I'm sure we're going to include our MVP.
1: Yeah, it's Harden. Harden is locked in. So there. who's now, your second guy? Now the second spot. Yeah, this is, is the one wide open. This is the one I thought was at, was absolutely the hardest. Oh, just, before we leave the front court briefly, Giannis. No, I mean if you have KD off, I feel no consideration Giannis in there. No. Second team All NBA front court, KD yeah. and Giannis. Yeah. yeah, there you yeah go. probably up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's where Giannis fits this season. Uh, you know, and uh, so um, great season. I had uh, I had five players I think that are can could be considered for the spot. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, let me name the five players, and you can uh, agree or disagree as we come okay. on. Uh, Stephen Curry, no, missed too missed many games. Missed too many games.
0: Missed for, too many for games for first team. Okay, still a great season.
1: Second, maybe yeah. Second okay. or third. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe third. Yeah, with all these Probably guys, yeah. Then. Uh Westbrook. Uh, hmm,
0: that's a tough one. I, mm-hmm. it feels too high for him, but okay, mm-hmm. yeah, he's in the mix.
1: I think keep I keep him in. Keep him in. Keep him in. Okay, so as uh, a DeRozan. Best player on the best best team in the East.
0: East. Okay, keep him in. Keep him in.
1: Uh, Oladipo. Nah. Nah,
0: Oladipo. He's not on that tier. He's not like that sort of elite player. They're only the fourth. Actually, the fifth seed. Yeah. And uh, he—he's definitely like the most improved. He's definitely overachieved, and he's definitely put the team on his back. Maybe he's in the mix. Okay, he's in the mix, but I'm gonna cross him off as soon as we. As soon as we narrow down up, yeah,
1: sure. I think he's with probably with Giannis. I mean, maybe maybe not even second team though when you get when you look at these guys. Um, and finally, um, in from the Western Conference, a guard who's been coming on super super hot out of late Video. out of the Northwest uh, Game. Conference. It is Jamal Dame. Murray, oh, yes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> is being a dick, uh, Lillard, yeah, Lillard, yeah, big, big game, Dame, Dame, Dame video Lillard.
0: game, Dame, man, he's my boy. That's who I have on the team. I, I think Portland has really overachieved, and I think, uh, you know, I think Curry just has disappointed. DeRozan hasn't done enough. Mm-hmm. Oladipo, he also has a case, the sort of same case Lillard has, where it's like they haven't really had their time, mm-hmm. and they both sort of like. Outperformed, mm-hmm. which I think people look for. You know, you can't really give it to Curry, like if he's underwhelmed, and DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like he's he's been about the same. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Lillard. That's yeah. like, that's getting my final spot.
1: I, I'm gonna give it to Lillard by by yes. uh, by a nudge because yes. just just because just the internal contradiction of like of having him in my top five MVP, but then not having him in my top five first team All NBA was just like it was like too. It was, like a, it was like a Russian, it was like, you know, Chinese <laughs> riddle for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, it all backwards. And then, um, uh, I think that, I think of those other guys we mentioned, I think Westbrook is is the most compelling. I think that, we talked about this a little bit with the MVP. I think there's been a little bit too much Westbrook backlash. Yeah. Like, it's not his fault he won the MVP. He obviously right. lobbied for it, and there was some weird... Rebounding things on free throws. We're like, oh, Stephen Adams not gonna get that one. Okay, interesting. Yeah, just gonna oh, it's Westbrook's coming in to get that one. Just cleaning up an extra like three or four boards a game that yeah no one's fighting him for. A little stat stuffing, which but you know, like he's an insanely competitive guy. He's put the team on his back. He just had another triple-double, like, just a night ago. Um, just going off for, like, 15 points, 16 assists. I'm mean, sorry, 15 rebounds, 16 assists. Just insane numbers. Yeah. He's the NBA assist leader, which you called heading into the season. You okay. predicted the Russell Westbrook assist leader uh, total. The only guy in the NBA averaging over 10 assists a game. Again, woohoo! round numbers aren't popular this year because we gave it to Russ last year. But whatever. But
0: he's an assist leader. Yeah,
1: assist leader. It's a cool benchmark. Uh, I think that he deserves a lot of credit. Um... At the same time, they're both guards who are kind of not single-handedly because Lillard has McCollum and Russ has PG-13 over there. Uh, they both have kind of big bruising, big men. Kind of actually similar situations around them. Um, uh, and Lillard has led his team to more success. Lillard, I mean, they're going number three seed, uh, it looks like, right now in, in the West uh, if, if, if things continue to break right for them over the course of the rest of the year. So I give it to Lillard on that.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, the, in the... MVP voters. That's tough. Three letters, you know. Yeah, you know that's the first round. The uh, MVP voter voters. The MVP voters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they're all public votes, and a lot of them have podcasts and or come on Zach Lowe's podcast to discuss mm-hmm. who they're gonna vote for. <laughs> I feel like they're all looking for the cool pick. No yeah. I got Curry. Like they're looking for. Like they want to make the case for DeRozan. They want to make the case for. Let me throw a name at you right now. Yeah, exactly. Let me throw a
1: name at you. All right, let me throw a quick name at you. Yeah. I think
0: they all want to like be out there and take a swing on it. No one's talking about Kent Bazemore and what he's done over <laughs> the last couple weeks. In no, yeah. and if they're wrong, they forget about it, and yeah. if they're right, they hang on to it for two years. I think yeah. that's like something people do, and I think you were talking about Miller. baseball when no one else was willing to say his
1: name. Yeah, no, yeah, there is there is some of that where it's like the uh, the the the, the one hundred one long shot you'll always be remembered for versus you know actually making the call. Yeah, I think yeah sometimes you just gotta break it down. little we both had Lillard in our top five MVP voting. Uh, I'm doesn't so make happy to sense hear that. to leave him off of that list. So yeah, so to review, uh, my first team All NBA would be a backcourt of Harden and Lillard with LeBron, KD, and Davis. You slide Davis to his natural power forward, put in Joel Embiid with LeBron, KD... Uh, sorry, LeBron, uh, Harden, and Lillard. Both great teams. Um, uh, not a lot p- to fight, not a lot to complain about right there. Second team, Embiid might be more interesting. I'd, I'd have to go back and really break down and, and get into the centers and things like that to, to figure that one out, but... Um,
0: this is the point where with people the on the podcast usually say, like, man, looking at my team, that'd be tough to guard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you chose the final oh, word. Oh, dude, yeah. Look at this team; it's pretty tough. I would <laughs> go up against anyone. <laughs> yeah, I go up against anyone. <laughs> uh, um,
1: yeah, good stuff. All right, so that's it. We just did uh, almost an hour on the on the major awards right there. So uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Dunk. You very much. We're gonna come back at these fools soon, though. Uh, we're gonna hit you up. Uh, it's still too the early guests. to do a playoff seating. We have a special guest coming in. Very very excited for that. We're going to look at um, the playoff matchups and the seating, the the final stretch of the NBA, the races that we are most excited to follow and to see.
0: And our dream playoff matchups. Yeah, I got a couple of good ones for
1: this. Excellent. Yeah, we're excited about that. So check us out again. This is Dunky. Very much. Until next time, we'll see you then. Bye bye.